So it's really interesting, right, that Jesus would use these words 77 times. I mean, like, what's what, like, what's the connection there of that 77? And when Jesus is talking about, he's saying forgiveness, we're talking, we're telling the story of Lamech with his unforgiveness, like this exponential unforgiveness. Welcome to Switching Lenses, a podcast that takes current issues and events within the culture and defends the Christian position from an apologetical and biblical lens. Now, here are your hosts, Shane Skirvin and Josh Phillips. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Switching Lenses. Shane, we are in part two of our new series we've started, The Profundity of Forgiveness. Now, in our last episode, we were talking about the idea of unforgiveness, and we sort of contrasted it with forgiveness at times, too, but we really wanted to focus on this idea of unforgiveness and like, what are some of the ramifications of it? What does it look like? Um, we talked about the idea of retaliation and really just really got into a lot of some of the things we don't really think about. Perhaps sometimes, we, sometimes we're very reactionary whenever somebody wrongs us. And so we kind of brought up all of those. If you missed it, go check out the episode. It was a really great discussion, I think, that we had with that. But in this episode, we're talking about the biblical idea of forgiveness. And we're going to kind of get into what did Jesus say about forgiveness? What does the rest of the Bible say? And, and all this. Because, you know, forgiveness, it doesn't seem to come naturally to us. It can often seem like sort of somewhat of a challenge. In this episode, let's take a look at what the Bible, namely Jesus, says about forgiving others and how it works. So Shane, we are going to look at what Jesus specifically said about forgiveness. We're going to jump into Matthew chapter 18. We're going to read verses 21 through 35, because this is, this is a really interesting passage. Um, Peter, one of Simon Peter, one of Jesus' disciples, comes to him and is, is asking him about forgiveness and all this. And so let's kind of get into this. I'm going to go and read this, and then we're going to talk about it here. So starting in verse 21, it says, Then Peter came up and said to him, Lord, how often will my brother sin against me and I forgive him? As many as seven times? And Jesus said to him, I do not say to you seven times, but... 77 times. Let's talk about that real quick here, Shane, then we'll, we'll move on. Um, this is kind of funny, isn't it? Like <laughs> Simon Peter's coming to him. It's funny when he says, if you think of this verse, well, how many times should I forgive them? As many as seven times. I mean, when you read that, like, what are you thinking? I mean, I'm, I'm sure, are we thinking the same thing? Yeah. Yeah. Peter's, uh, uh, he's trying to kind of be like up to seven times. Like that's very generous, right? Yeah, yeah, he's sort of pumping himself up, yeah, right? Like, yeah, it's kind of it's trying to kind of impress the teacher, right? <laughs> Gold star answer. I'm, yeah, I'm kind of picturing him like looking around, like his hands up, looking at everybody. Did everybody hear what I just said? <laughs> I'd forgive him seven times. How many? Would you, how many times would you guys forgive him? <laughs> Check this out. <laughs> yeah, so he's kind of he's kind of pumping his chest out a little bit, and Jesus, in his typical fashion, <laughs> which I'm surprised the disciples didn't really catch on. I know we were reading in hindsight and all this stuff, but it's just. I have to think too that these what we what we read about Jesus weren't the only times that Jesus said some of these things that he probably said these things quite often. The disciples said these things, and I think he said them too. He says one of these things that sort of puts you back in your place, like uh, no, you're actually not seeing this right at all. So Jesus says to him, "I did not say to you seven times, but seventy-seven times." Now, Shane, there's only one place in the Bible that we know of that says that uses this idea of seventy-seven times. 
I didn't know this, but Shane, you you said when you like you read this, and you, it, it, a light went off in your a light bulb went off in your head. You're like, oh wait, I think I know where this is said at. Shane, where where does it say this in the Bible? In Genesis chapter four, uh, verses twenty, verse twenty three. Yeah, and I just it just caught my uh, it caught my eye just because of the phrase seventy seven times because I remember that being said before. But to be honest with you, I didn't really see the connection until recently. I just remembered the the numbers there. But then can you can you read it? Can yeah, read yeah, read yeah. Scripture? So when Jesus is saying this, he's um, as they say, he's hyperlinking back or he's referencing back to a particular poem. And uh, the poem is about a guy that's a bad character named Lamech, and he's right. uh, he's bragging, right? He's bragging to his mm-hmm. wives. And so Lamech says to his wife's and too, and like to say a bad character. I mean, I don't know if that would. Does that do it justice? Like, yeah, he's a, this is a rough individual. Yeah, he's not a good guy. Yeah, at any yeah. one. Yeah, I, I, yeah, probably stronger language should be used than bad character. Yeah. He's actually like a bad guy. Um, Lamech said to his wives, Adola and Zilla, hear my voice, you wives of Lamech. Listen to what I say. Probably the first, yeah, it's, look at that. He's using third person there. You wives yeah. of Lamech, listen to what I have to say. <laughs> I have listen. Ki- <laughs> I have killed a man for wounding me, a young man for striking me. If Cain's revenge is sevenfold, then Lamech's is seventy-sevenfold. So that part about Cain, there was a divine proclamation. God said, "If Cain is killed, then the vengeance will be sevenfold or seven times." Um, taken for killing Cain because God was protecting him. So Lamech is uh, building off that and bragging. Actually, amazingly, he's trying to top a prophecy that God gave about Cain, right? I've never really thought <laughs> yeah. about that, but he's literally trying to top God in a sense by saying, well, mine. Well, he is pretty pompous. He refers to himself in the third person. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> he's actually trying to top what God said about Cain by saying, well, my vengeance that I take if someone messes with me, is 70, uh, 77 times, and so uh, that yeah, that's a this is a uh, a pretty terrible. This is a not good guy, and he's um, this connection the seventy seven, the connecting back to this guy. I mean, it just shows you what kind of character Lamech had. I mean, look what is he it said safe here. To say that is it safe to say that he has unforgiveness when he says, and, and, and we were talk, we were talking about unforgiveness and retaliation in the last episode. 77 times I will pay it back. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this, this is a terrible guy. I mean, kill the man for wounding me, a young man for striking me. I mean, yeah, that's uh no, that's very dark vision. And this really, I mean, you can really say in Lamech, you're seeing a prophecy of, of what causes genocide, right? Hatred, genocide, killing. I mean, whether it's yeah. Holocaust, it's it, it, or it's the um, Armenian genocide, or like we were talking about last episode, the Rwandan genocide. I mean, it all starts with hatred in your heart. It all starts with unforgiveness, right? Yeah. It, all, it all starts with putting another people or person. I mean, whether it's a a, a person like Cain and Abel, where Cain uh, kills his brother out of hatred and unforgiveness, or if it's um, wiping out an entire people group out of hatred and unforgiveness. It all starts with the seeds of unforgiveness.
So it's really interesting, right, that Jesus would use these words 77 times. I mean, like, what's what, like, what's the connection there of that 77? And when Jesus is talking about, he's saying forgiveness, we're talking, we're telling the story of Lamech with his unforgiveness, like this exponential unforgiveness, right? He's yeah. Gonna, like, and it, it too, just, I mean, I know you kind of said this already, but, you know, it was, the, the, the poem doesn't say a man, I mean, we don't know the exact situation, I guess, but the point I'm trying to make is the man, we don't know if the man was trying to kill Lamech. We don't know that the man was trying to destroy him. It just says he wounded him for and struck him. But Lamech is saying, I, I, ki- I killed the man. Yeah. And my vengeance is 77 times what that is. I mean, it, it, is, it is utterly clear that he has taken this well beyond. I'm going to pay back to you well beyond what you did to me. And so when we think of like the level of that, the level of unforgiveness. Now here Jesus is referencing that number, but he's flipping it it's on its head. He's saying, I'm saying your forgiveness as opposed to Lamech's unforgiveness should be just to just as much of a measure, just the other way. Yeah, well, and it's it, to me, it's highlighting you don't want to have the character of Lamech. I mean, I, to me, Jesus is saying, look at the character, like you said, you the opposite. Yeah, you want the opposite of Lamech, and look what kind of man Lamech it, uh, is. You know, it, it. So to me, I mean, this is it's people like Lamech is the reason why there was it, further on in that story. It's a corruption of the whole earth, right? I mean, yeah. this so. Lamech's style actually corrupted the entire earth, is the Bible's highlighting. This this attitude, this massive retaliation, right? I mean, this mm-hmm. is something that breeds destruction throughout human society. It's, it starts a fire. These are the sparks that start a fire that burn everyone. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty destructive. I and mean, we don't we don't know the level. You know, the Bible talks about how, you know, how sinful and wicked the whole earth was. I mean, we, I don't know, we know the, if we know the exact extent, but we know it was so bad that it caused a flood for God to react in such a way that it wiped out nearly the entire earth. Well, and we don't so. have to, I mean, we don't have to look very far. Look at World War II. I mean, look at yeah. millions of people being slaughtered on a wholesale industrial level. I mean, it's not, we're not talking about something that is a stretch of the imagination. This is something that we know happens, right? We know right, hatred right. and unforgiveness start fires that burn whole countries down. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Well, let's keep reading on this on this idea of, of uh, forgiveness and unforgiveness. So Jesus continues after saying, you know, you should forget about 77 times. He goes on here in verse 23, he says, <laughs> Therefore the kingdom of heaven may be compared to a king who wished to settle accounts with his servants. When he began to settle, one was brought to him who owed him 10,000 talents. Now, Shane, do you know how much approximately that is no it sounds like a lot though but no i don't know it really is i know i i, I meant to go get this exact figure but it, this is like and I, I it would be helpful if i had an exact number here but this is i want to say like a talent if i'm not mistaken it was like a year's wage if i'm not mistaken oh i mean what, what we're t- either way we're talking multiple years wages that is owed to this guy i mean like essentially a debt that cannot be paid like, there's just no in way other words right it. in other words a debt that can't be paid right I mean, that's basically yeah. what Jesus is saying. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's essentially what it's getting at. This is this is a this is a lot. It's a lot of this isn't just a small little debt. <clears throat> Give me a few months and I'll pay it back. It's it's a it's a it's, a, it's an, almost an unpayable debt. And so 
And it's followed up with the next verse. And since he could not pay, his master ordered him to be sold with his wife and children and all that he had and payment to be made. So the servant in verse 26 fell on his knees, imploring him, have patience with me. I'll pay you everything. And out of pity for him, the master of that servant released him and forgave him the debt. He forgives him this enormous debt. But then the same servant went out. He found one of his fellow servants who owed him a hundred denarii, which this is, you know, this is no comparison whatsoever to the money that he owed. This is only, this is probably like a few months, I think, wages, maybe a month. It's just, I mean, like, I think I heard a, a comparison once that it was like a couple thousand in today's today's money. Okay, there's, 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 there's no comparison in the two debts whatsoever. <laughs> okay. Um, so he owes him. So, he, so it says he owed him a hundred denarii and seizing him, he began to choke him saying, pay what you owe. So his fellow servant fell down and pleaded with him, have patience with me. I will pay you. Almost the same, very same verbiage that this servant used. He refused and went and put him in prison until he should pay the debt. When his fellow servants saw what had taken place, they were greatly distressed and they went and reported to their master all that had taken place. Then his master summoned him and said to him, you wicked servant, I forgave you all the debt because you pleaded with me. And should not you have had mercy on your fellow servant as I had mercy on you? And in his anger, his master delivered him to the jailers until he should pay all his debt. And so lastly here says, so also my heavenly father will do to every one of you if you do not forgive your brother from your heart. It's powerful words there to finish that off. Let's kind of talk about this a little bit, Shane. I think one of the parts that that sticks out to me the most is we'll call him the wicked servant, I suppose, the (laughs) unforgiving. There we go. Unforgiving. There we go. The unforgiving servant. Mm -hmm. He has somebody that owes him a minuscule amount of money compared to what he owed. And the funny part about this is it says um, in verse 29, or excuse me, verse 30, he says, he refused to accept this guy's pleading for mercy, right? He said, please, you know, forgive me. I have patience. I'll pay you. He says in verse 30, he refused and he went and put him in prison until he should pay the debt. Shane, if you're in jail, how are you going to pay back the debt? <laughs> yeah, that's definitely out of spite. Um, that he put him in jail. You're not, he's not looking to um, get money. He's looking to punish the guy, right? I mean, yeah. I, I don't see the way he's able to pay him back. I mean, he's just doing that as as uh, just pure revenge. Yeah, yeah. It's actually yeah, it it's actually un it's actually uh, unintelligent, right? I mean, it's actually well, yeah. a, a bad plan. Yeah. Well, it's, it's kind of one of those things, like you said. It's like a lot of times we'll come into a situation and we react emotionally. Yeah, we're angry. Yeah. We're hurt. We feel betrayed sometimes and we just want to lash out. Mm-hmm. And it's a, it's a weird human response, weird human reaction. It's common. It's under, I understand. I say weird, but I mean, like, it's understandable. It's very, very common. But kind of like we said in the last episode, that doesn't really, it doesn't help. It doesn't help the situation. It doesn't restore what was lost. It's such a, it's, a, it's just an odd. Well, and, and I think it's really important too, which I think a lot of people are short-sighted. You become Lamech or the wicked servant. It's who do you want to become too? You know, that's, I mean, you're just seeing vividly in Jesus's teaching where unforgiveness takes you, right? Right. No, that's right. Yeah. I think you put it really, really well right there. You know, which servant do you want to become? Are you going to be Jesus or are you going to be Lamech? 
You know, Shane, an interesting observation that I had, you know, when we're talking about that scripture verse was, you know, we were talking about the, the unforgiving servant wanted to throw the guy in jail and wanted to pay him back at the same time. And, you know, it's, it's pretty common. A lot of times, you know, we were talking about lashing out and whatnot. Uh, sometimes we get hurt, but man, like the way that's put it, you know, the, the fact that I'm angry at you, you've wronged me. I'm going to do something to you. And, and there's nothing that you can do. Like, I mean, I'm going to put you in a, in, a, in a hopeless situation because that's where I'm coming from. You know, when we, when we harbor that kind of unforgiveness, like we were saying, we, we act very irrational sometimes and we get so caught up in the moment and it's really a bad place to be in. And that, that unforgiveness, like I said, it's, it's really such a, a negative thing. Sometimes we think that, oh, you're just not treating other people nicely, but no, but it actually has, like we said in the first episode, it actually has a, a really negative effect on, on, on us. Um, so forgiveness is really placed, this biblical idea of forgiveness is really critical. And we kind of want to get into this a little bit, this idea here. But I kind of want to throw a devil's advocate question for you, Shane. So sometimes when this topic of forgiveness gets thrown out there, some people say, whoa, 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 hold on, wait a second. Doesn't the Bible say an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth? Shane, how would you respond to that? Well, I, I would say that the that teaching and uh, about the eye for the eye and tooth for tooth, it's easy to look at that from our own perspective. I mean, we're looking at it from a culture that has been saturated and shaped, um, whether people realize it or not, by New Testament ethics, by Jesus' teaching himself and his example and his sacrifice, um, the beating heart of Christianity, uh, Jesus is teaching about being a new creation with um, a new spirit of motivation. And so, it, you know, whether you actually believe in Jesus, have responded to him in faith, you are still shaped it by a society. Most of us are, are speaking about our society here in America in 2020. It's still a massive influence on people's ethics. And so what they don't realize when that came out, Moses' teaching about eye for eye, tooth for tooth, the main part part that is shocking about it compared with the ethics and the teachings of the countries around Israel or, or and we'd really say really the known world the whole fertile crescent and in the in that cradle of civilization i mean that was a stunning teaching because two things one it capped uh, retribution. So we just, I mean, contrast this to what we just heard from Cain, right? Or excuse me, mm-hmm. from Lamech, right? Lamech. Lamech was building on, you know, if Cain's revenge was sevenfold and Lamech was building on top of that 77-fold, this idea of massive retaliation as a warning and an example of not to mess with someone, right? God was saying, no, that that it is capped, it, that it will always be a, a just retribution, that justice has to have an equality to it. That it's never going to be any kind of massive reality, uh, retaliation or revenge or an example or a warning, uh, right? That that right. the punishment would always fit the crime. That it would never be, um, it would never serve as an example like how the Romans used terror, um, which I think the the best picture of that is the cross itself. It was an instrument of terror, and right. so. The brilliance of an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth, it's easy in retrospect after Christ's teaching to see it as 
something that, like you said, that would be set opposed to the teaching of Christ, but it was well before, and it was laying the foundation for Christ. And it's it's capping retaliation. It's moving against the spirit of Lamech, right? And Lamech's right. teaching. But then also something that is brilliant, it also saying no matter a person's station in life, no matter any kind of hierarchy or any of those things, it didn't matter if you were a great prince and someone wounded you or struck you. There had to be an equality. It, no matter who it was, your station in life, this eye for eye, tooth for tooth, it's, it was capped. It didn't matter if you were the lowest person in society or the highest person in society. You couldn't take retribution based on your – or greater retribution based on your station in life. So those two aspects, it was actually revolutionary, and it was in a direct contrast because we have, uh, through archaeological record, we have the ethics that kings and emperors put out, right? And, and yeah. we can draw a connection to the contemporary teachings of the nations around. And this was a direct opposite in those two areas. The, the, the limit on retribution and then the no respecter, um, justice is blind, no respecter of persons. In that aspect, it was absolutely revolutionary. And it was laying a foundation to point to a greater revelation that would come forward uh, in Christ. Because we believe the whole narrative of the Bible is a, a comprehensive story that points to Christ, right? Right. And so, yeah. but yeah, so you, it's not set in the opposite of, it's it's actually a radical foundation too. Which should, should speak should speak loudly uh, today in a, in a culture that so often is looking for equality, right? Yeah. And so it's, it's cool that it's a, it, it, it's overlooked. The, the, the equality aspect of an eye for an eye, two for two is really overlooked quite often. But yeah, like you said, it really, it brought, uh, it brought the same, the same uh, system of justice to from the peasant all the way up to the noble yes or some high society to the low society it, it had the same bar for all of them and so Shane, you know what wait, i mean i have to sorry josh i have to throw this out too this concept is still held in tension today in our ju- judicial system right the punishment must fit the crime right it's still it's still speaking it's still a principle that is at work to some degree in our justice system right I mean, none of us want to see a a punishment that, that it isn't equal to what the crime was. We all want to walk in that spirit of capping any kind of um, justice. Yeah, for sure. We we want we want that to be that was a thing of the past. We want to keep it that way. Yeah, <laughs> way back in the past. Okay, we're gonna cut this episode short. We went a little long on this one, as we tend to do sometimes. So we're gonna cut it here. We'll pick up next time uh, as we continue to talk about biblical forgiveness here. So. Um, you can always you can always reach us on email at feedback at switchinglensespodcast.com. You can find us on Twitter at switchlensespod. And of course, you can find all of our content on switchinglensespodcast.com. Well, Shane, thanks for joining me in this episode. It was a great start to begin talking about uh, biblical forgiveness. As we, we, we thoroughly enjoyed this, obviously, because we went really long. It's so important. It's such an important Yes. Topic. Yes. Uh, it'll change your life. Yeah, I think it, it needed to be talked about this long. If, it, yeah. if that's how long it took, then so be it. So, Shane, thanks for joining me. Appreciate it yeah. as always. Definitely. And we'll see you guys next time.